Welcome to the GSP, uh, the Gopal and Shaljan podcast, uh, season one, episode five, and we're back on a Monday uh, muggy evening here to give you episode five, and I'm here with my co-host, Shaljan. What's going on, Gopal? How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you, Sai? Doing well. Doing really well. Exciting Monday night. I know a little, a pair of, uh, as a pair of uh, games here today, like the Stanley Cup playoff finals start today, and um, the Western Conference finals could conclude today. So we got a little to talk about in both of these sports. Um, What else we're going to cover today is some Euro fever. Um, A little, yeah, a little Euro. (laughs) Shout out for the Euros. All right. And a also shout a little shadow. And then we're going to go to, I'll give you a Blue Jays update. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much our agenda for today. And we have a treat for you at the end of the episode. So um, let's get started. Like, um, I think first we're going to start with the Stanley, Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, we have found our two combatants for the championship, Lord Stanley's mug. And it is underway as we speak, in fact. Yeah, and uh, right now I see on my stream, the Lightning are up one nothing. So, over to Montreal Canadiens. So, yes, those Canadians are in the finals. <laughs> those... those same Canadians that uh, we've uh, dedicated a lot of breath and hate towards. Well, not really hate, just uh, disrespect yeah. towards, mainly on my part, uh, are in the finals. Correct, yes, continue. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're like I think we have different kind of hate. I think yours is outgoing and <laughs> like showcasing it. Mine is just bottled up hate, and it'll eventually come out. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Right? I think, snap. Right? We, <laughs> I took the high road and said, "Okay, a great yeah. job," but in my heart, it just hurts. It's just it's just gonna build up. Right? Because I think all, your your heart just disappeared eventually, and you will snap. That's right. I'll wait for that day, my friend. I'll be I'll be eating some popcorn like Michael Jackson and Thriller. No, I, I, was, I was watching, the, uh, reading the other day on Twitter. Is like they had a, a Montreal meme or like a, a, a what do you call it? A slogan or war cry or whatever. It was called the We the North. And I was just like, yeah, no, you're just going to no. just do this to me. You know, shove your little knife into me and then turn it. <laughs> like, deeper, yeah, like stand down, stand I'm down. Like, I hope MLSC goes after them for that nonsense. That's ours, bro. That's <laughs> ours. That's definitely ours. Um, but yeah, the Montreal Canadiens have played a great format, a uh, great system throughout this whole playoffs. So it was just to grind it out um, throughout every series that I've seen so far. Um, and, yeah, they're in the final thing, the, a crazy lightning team that has – well, I think this is the first time they're playing a team that much can even up with them. Actually, they have a better offense and even up with them, comparable defense to them. And have a comparable goalie uh, to them. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I see. Like, the Kittings are here. They have led by Captain Shea Weber. Um, they got some guys, uh, um, Corey Perry, that have played well throughout this whole playoffs. Um, Perry, Stahl. Like, Stahl last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stahl, Eric Stahl, right? Stanley Cup Finals. Absolutely. 2006, Carolina, man. He was a, he was a youth. I remember that playoff run, and now I saw 15 years later back in the cup final. Actually making a difference, too. Um, you know, play, playing the role that he's, he's 
here to place. He's not the same stud that he was back then, but definitely contributing. Perry, man, I, uh, you know, I respect him whenever I, he's on Team Canada, but outside of that in the NHL, I hated the, I hated him, disliked him yeah. very much, even though he played in the West. Even though he played in Anaheim when he was a beast, I, I just didn't like him. I thought he was a dirty player, but yeah, uh, he, he's come a long way as a leader. Um, Big-time contributor right now. You got, obviously, the captain, Shea Weber. Um, not, you know, been around the block. Absolute, you're one of those classic uh, guys you'd think of as, as a captain. He just carries himself that way, has that aura about him. Um, so they've got a great mix of, oh man, I just said great about Montreal, but it's a, it's, it is a, it is a solid mix of veteran presence and uh, young talent, uh, backbone by Carey Price, one of the greatest to ever do it at his position. So, uh, this team is extremely well built to compete in the Stanley Cup finals is what, in the playoffs is what we have learned over the last six weeks, if nothing mm-hmm. else. Um, and we'll see how this plays out, but, uh, you know, the, that, Goalie matchup, first time since 99, we have two past Vesna winners scoring off in a cup final. Crazy. Um, Crazy. And I know. They're both of them, like, still very much, maybe, maybe Price just past his prime, but still very much elite. Vaskolovsky squarely in his prime. Um, so that matchup is crazy. It's going to be, it's going to be huge this, this entire series. And I think Price is going to have to absolutely stand on his head against this offense. They're going to be putting up shots on him, wave after wave, line after line. They're just going to keep coming at him. So Price is going to have to be absolutely on the top of his game this series. Yeah, yep, he has to be because you're going to, you're going to go against Stamkos, Hedman, Kucherov, and yep. uh, and you said that Braden Point Kucherov was uh, on the IR the whole season and he just came oh, back. Yep, right. So they, they played their cards well, man. And that's the that's the way around the salary cap system, right? If someone's injured and you put them on IR, it doesn't count against your salary cap, right? Is that correct? They're not. He's not doing exactly. That's correct. So for the entire regular season, his salary did not count. I'm. You know what? Now the more and more I think about it, he probably could have returned a little bit earlier, but they purposely held him out. Um, and you know, good on them. I don't even got beef with that. Good, good on them. Screw hey, it. Hey, those are the rules, uh, and they play by it. Exactly. I, I play by right? the rules that were given to me. Um, but. You know, just one in- interesting thing about Montreal, um, if you if you want to contrast it to Toronto, mm-hmm. our team has been built for regular season success. Yes, uh, that that model had, did not work for us for three to four years, and then last year, last off season, we doubled down on that model and and really emphasized the things that we were good at. We addressed, you know, we got more scoring, short up the defense a little bit, but we maximized on being a good playoff team. That has met, led to no playoff success. Whereas Montreal, on the other hand, Bergevin all season has been saying, I've constructed a solid playoff team. The numbers speak for themselves, but this is not just restricted to us, man. Like, so the last six President's Trophy winners, uh, most point total in, in the uh, regular season, have been eliminated in the second round or earlier. The game, uh, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. It's two different games, man. Regular season playoffs. Yeah, and I think, I think what I listened today between uh, on Fan Five Ninety on my way to work today was that uh, Andrew Raycroft and Mike Zigomanis they were talking about is the new format going to be like building your team with four bulky defense, like not bulky but six four defense, like that's how Montreal was like. Yep. Montreal and Tampa Bay is kind of built similar, and they, Tampa yep. just had the offense, right? So. Yep. And if you compare it to our beloved Leafs, they don't have that. They they invested in so much money into that top four. I know we shouldn't talk about the Leafs, but 
everything comes back to the Leeds. We're uh, Toronto, like we're Leaf fans, right? So of course we got to compare on what's we got to compare. It basically where, benchmarking. Where are we are uh, where are we at compared to these people right now, right? Yeah, that's um, what benchmarking is like. That's the best in the industry exactly. right now. Canadians and Lightning. How are How we going to get there? there? Right. Correct. So, um, yeah, I think that's where the Leafs need to go in that aspect. Like build their defense. They got to like build their defense. If Jack Campbell's your guy, I know we disagree on this. We need another goalie, but like you got to build defense out. I think you always have a better chance of winning that way. I think in hockey. But uh, that's just my opinion, and some guy, uh, Kyle Dubas, probably has a different strategy right now. So to prove his point, he's 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 definitely doubling down on his point to go with that model of uh, the Big Four offensively. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens with that. But with um, with the Cup final, um, what, what do you have a prediction? Oh, I think Tampa in six. I won, and I hopefully is in six because I plan to go and be there. <laughs> like, hey. Hey. So, in the city, not in the game. I don't think they'll. No tickets are pretty expensive. Uh, they're actually super cheap down there, man. You'd probably get them for like, I, yeah. No, we can talk about that offline. But no, it wouldn't <laughs> be a problem for you to. If you're going, let me know. Uh, but <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that that'd be crazy if, if they do win uh, in six when you're down there. But um, I would say I would say Tampa and five. I think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've been saying it all 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 playoffs here, but. Uh, the numbers would dictate that, you know, Montreal is entirely outmatched. I'm not going to change my perspective now. I, I will show a little bit more respect to them and say, you know what, they've surprised me and I have to show a little bit of credit for what they have accomplished. But mm-hmm. in this particular series right now, I say Tampa in five still. Uh, their, their forward talent is just, it's, they're, they're, it's going to be like wave after wave after wave of guys just coming at you. All series, so I, I think uh, Montreal will wear down. So we'll see. Game one's happening right now. Still pretty close. It, uh, it it can go either way, but let's see how this plays out. Yeah, definitely. Right, like um, yeah, they can see how it plays out. Uh, Montreal could you know steal a game in Tampa, and then we have a different like a different take on it. Right, they're on the road. They they just got to get one. And yep. to be honest, and it. Also, Tampa Bay has like home ice advantage, like in technically, because they have all their fans there. Well, Montreal probably is on like a, a pop uh, uh, crowd limit. Um, truthfully, man, truthfully, I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't looked yet at the um, the stands, but I would, I would venture to say there's probably more Montreal fans in Tampa Bay right now that they will allow than they'll allow in Montreal for any of these games, because um, they definitely travel just as well as the Leafs do. So, oh yeah, there's gotta def- be a bunch of them down there. I, I can see that definitely. Um, but I, to be honest, like, I think, I don't think home ice is really that it doesn't matter as much in uh, like in hockey as other sports, because I don't know. I just find it doesn't like the crowd noise and whatever, but, uh, I don't know. I find it like it's even playing fields in hockey. Um, For sure. um, well, yeah. What else? My other question was who's going to be the call, um, Smythe trophy winner. You got to pick that. So he, I'm seeing whichever goalie, so Vasilevsky, I'd say. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. If for the Canadians to win, I'd pick Carey Price, and you're right, a goalie. But if for Tampa Bay, if they were to win, I'd go with Kucherov. I think it would be True. just a crazy story. <laughs> like, he has 27 yeah, points Kuch- right now. Oh, man, the playoff. that's crazy. Like, yo, Kuch- it's, it's wild, actually, yeah. Right? What like, 
Like, just to be like, it's crazy how they hit him. <laughs> like, um, Yo, man, he's uh, he's something else. He he's an absolute one of once in a lifetime sort of generational player. Yeah. Um, and like, I know he has a hard trophy, you know, and one MVP cup final now too, you know, but yeah. it just feels like he's not given the same recognition. Imagine he played in like a, even a Northern American team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even in like a Pittsburgh or a Buffalo, then the notoriety that he'd have here, it would be much bigger. Um, but yeah, Kucherov's a good player. So yeah, I can see him winning as well, for sure. Yeah, It'll like probably the, be between Vasilevsky and him. Yeah. To begin off that, like he doesn't get enough notoriety. I think it's just like in, in the NHL, they focus on getting that sunshine belt like some hockey teams, and yep. they treat it like That's all Gary Bettman. Like yeah, it's, it's Gary be all end all. It's like the God's gift to the God's green earth. Like, get the f out of here. You know, those teams cost us money. We yep. got to give eight million dollars a year from our profits so that they can sustain, just get to their paying off their Bay. bills. Basically, the yeah. Arizona, the Floridas of the world, complete joke. Yeah, yeah, revenue sharing and like all that collective bargaining stuff that they always talk about um nonsense like any treat like the those sunshine belt teams like as minor league teams down there have you ever been to those cities they're like oh, oh yeah we have a 100%. hockey team so it's like yeah but it's like, like i will i'll talk about that on a travel pod because i went there for hockey yeah um and how much of a joke it is compared to here but that's a story for it like on its own so. yeah definitely we'll go ahead on <laughs> to that and our tra- and when we start our travel series um Correct. all right so yeah, we got Tampa winning the Stanley Cup, and we're. It might seem like we're haters because we're Toronto Maple Leaf fans, and we want to see the Montreal Canadiens lose. But that's pretty much the truth. <laughs> so for me, Correct. for myself, um, I don't know about Shy. He's probably giving a probably objective uh, prediction there. Trying to, trying, to. <laughs> trying to, right? So, um, so, um. So Stanley Cup is going on right now. On the other side of our spectrum, our viewing pleasure is the NBA playoffs. And we have the still Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals are still going on. Um, we will start with the East Eastern Conference finals uh, with uh, Giannis-led Bucks versus the Hawks. Um, the Hawks are in their second Eastern Conference final in, in their history against the Bucks. Um, we're back here again after two years. Um, yeah, right, and they're chasing their yeah, they're chasing their second appearance in the NBA finals. And last one they did win, so, um, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, Atlanta, the little team that could, right, led by Trey Young, but uh, big injury there yesterday, so he will be if he's questionable for tomorrow's game, could update, could change tomorrow, but uh, I don't know, that that could be that could be an issue, man, if he's not able to put pressure on his foot. Uh, you know, he's not going to have his explosiveness. Uh, it's yeah. probably going to impact his shot. So that, that if, so basically for Atlanta to win, trade needs to be an absolute legend star level of play, 30 plus points, 10 assists. They need that. Milwaukee don't need Giannis to drop 30 and 10 to win this series. That's the difference. Yeah, that's um, the difference, And if yeah. Trey's injured, we're in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, uh, yeah, if you lose your main guy, your franchise, like your main point of attack, you're pretty much like, yeah, it's a struggle to accumulate, create like, find, create offense, right? That's a word exactly. I was looking for. Is exactly. A, he's the head of the snake, and he tries to get he's everyone involved. And, and he does a great job of it, man. Like, yeah. um, man, his game has improved as well uh, over the three years that he's been in the league, whatever it may be. But his ability to read and react 
at such a young age with all the pressure being on him, I absolutely commend. It's really difficult as a point guard, man, to, to be that uh, savvy, let's say, to know, okay, listen, this guy's coming in with the double team. I'm just going to throw up that log. Or no, okay, yo, the guy's not coming at me, the second defender, I'm just going to put him in my floater. He knows when to do what, and that's impressive for a young kid. Yes, he turns the ball over a lot, I bet you those numbers will come down, but also, look at his usage, how much the ball's in his hand. So, you are going to get turnovers. No, I totally agree with that. Like, Trey Young, he's been doing everything for that team. Getting in the the paint at his size is pretty impressive to me, and getting those floaters. And he's utilizing the floater and the alley-oops with Clint and John Collins to perfection, right? Like, he gets in it, he fakes a defense. If he doesn't have Clint or John, he'll do this little, little floater. floater. Runner, yeah. Right. And then, um, and he's finding shooters in the corner. Kevin Herter. Yep. Um, Will, I don't know, who was it? The other, Bogdan, Bogdan. Your boy, right? Bogdan. Yeah, and, uh, Bogdan, yeah. They're all out there, man. They're all there. They're yeah, all Gallo there. is still there, man. Like Just sitting on the line. They're competing. Yeah, they're competing, man. And even like it just that Atlanta doesn't doesn't have enough like they it's like enough horses against like a uh it's like a matchup nightmare a bit because correct the for length. Trey they have Drew Holiday guarding him so that kind of cancels it out a bit right and yeah, Drew, yeah Drew Holiday is one of the best guard defenders in the league so it does like it's even matchup and for Giannis. Who's guarding him? Is it either Collins? I spoke about early in earlier podcast, but also Gallo. I'm like Gallo's like thirty something. Like he's like he does not have never been known to be a defender. Yeah, like he doesn't have footbeats for Giannis, and Giannis is having a field day every time. Like he just, um, just yeah, doing his you know his big Euro steps and just dunking right. So, and yesterday's game, Chris Middleton just took off took like twenty points in the fourth. Like he's a closer, right? Like. He's their closer. He's actually got. You're right, man. He's got a. He's got a few. A few games now that he's actually been the guy that they go to when he comes through. Come on, like if you go back in the series, uh, Miami hit the game winner in game one, saved yep. saved off the that Miami. Imagine if Miami won that game. Gives all the confidence to Miami. Everything's changed, right? Correct. Um, and then in the Brooklyn series, he hit the game winner again in the overtime in game seven. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then Everybody now. Forgets. Everyone forgets that, right? KD shot. Yeah. And then um, the, now here, the three funny games points. Later. Yeah. 20 so points he, in the fourth, bro, on the road. Impressive. And he's been having a great playoff. And it's just that, you know, he's not a name brand. And, you know, American yeah. media, they don't like, they want their superstars. Like, if LA and New York are not in there or any, like, major market, they don't give you the kudos that you deserve. Deserve. Right? Hours you deserve. Or whatever exactly. it's right now. But, uh. Yeah, like I think Milwaukee's probably gonna win the series. I'm with you know. I'll give you a uh, my guarantee that Bucks will win. Uh, I think I said yeah. Bucks in six, I, I believe, or I can't remember. I have to go back to it, but I think it was said Bucks in six. Um, I I'm with Bucks in six as well. Yeah, yeah. I think you you had the like Hawks before. You, you don't believe in the Hawks? Yeah, you said Hawks in the last podcast. So. I think it's... Did I say Hawks in the last podcast? Yeah, I did. You, did you, I say you're Hawks on that on on high. That, uh, you know that ATL vibe. Well, I mean, now I have... Uh, anyone would because... Injury. Anyone would, right? But yeah, but after Trey... The Trey injury changes everything. Everything, right? It's not... Yeah. That changes everything. So, I don't know. I hope they can steal one more, but... 
Um, yeah, they have like, one. Yeah, they have game four tomorrow at home in in the A. So ATL, yeah. But I mean, that would be the one that they could potentially get, I think. Yeah. But if Trey's not playing, they're in trouble. So and again, questionable. So. Yeah, and we'll see. Bill- but I think Giannis finally makes his uh, finals. Yeah, I think he gets his finals, and he's gonna have that moment. You know, when everyone has that moment when they finally exactly. break through. I think Giannis deserves that. Exactly. Um, Agreed. And then, yeah, Mike and Bud Ball will succeed finally. <laughs> oh. he, um, might win the, he might win the Larry O'B and still get fired. It, it's, not a, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Of, so yeah, let's if, see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And I also give gosh, like, uh, uh, what's the name? PG Tucker has been playing well too. So, like, he, like, those, like, there's certain heroes in, for this Milwaukee Bucks run. And, like, Tucker was in the last series, the series, he hasn't been used as much. So, um yeah I, we'll see you tomorrow in that in that series uh moving Absolutely. on to the western conference finals uh with the phoenix suns versus los angeles clippers and oh i gotta uh uh correct that the koal Kawhi less clippers <laughs> right um yeah different team is they're playing right now um let me check the score right now uh, it is 25-21 Clippers. They're trying to avoid inf- elimination in the desert. Um, this series yeah, has they been... Out, um, they came out swinging, it looks like, but Phoenix is fighting back. Yeah, I think that's what like normal teams do. They're going to give their first like desperation yeah, punch. you're going to get a run in? Exactly. And if Phoenix Suns keep this game close, I know Chris Paul is going to close it out. But like throughout He's this whole rap. series... Um, I think Phoenix is had three different heroes um, throughout this whole like throughout their wins, right? And at first two were at, were were without Chris Paul, um, and they surprised me. They won both games at home, and they were epic games, yeah. right? Like the first game, Devin Booker and uh, Cameron Payne went off. Like they surprised no, me. Like, Payne basically gave you Chris Paul numbers. He gave you twenty nine nine. And zero turnovers. Yes, in that game two. Those epic, were Chris classic. Paul numbers, bro. Yeah. Come on. All right. And Shocker. then, and then De- DeAndre Aiden in game four had a beast game. He had 19 points and 22 boards. Like, and four blocks. And four blocks. Yeah. He's a big, like, he, like, yo, and he's a big that's getting those numbers with them. They're not even running plays for him, bro. And he's putting up 20 and 20. Right. And Come he's like to perfection, right? Like to perfection. Like the Chris Brown, I mean, not Chris, uh, Chris Paul, um, uh, DeAndre Aiden pick and roll has just been like awesome. It's beauty. It's like he, he just coaching him. Like you just say, go there, go there, go there. And like he yeah, just does it. And then, he's a- and that's the CP effect, man. And, and Aiden said it too. Aiden's yeah. like, the best thing that happened in my career was CP entering my... You know, like, sometimes somebody can come into your... Only spend a little bit of time on a team and, and really make an impact. Mm-hmm. Like Kawhi did for us. Exact same story. Because yep. the impact of the experience that the rest of our core got from getting that getting that far and winning the title and playing in those high leverage situations against the best of the best, mm-hmm. that's going to... that's gonna We're going to see the fruits of that. Even though... Kawhi's gone. Similarly, what CP's done with Book and Aiton and the rest of these kids, Mikel Bridges, yo, that kid's actually going to be a problem in a couple of years. I and mean, he's already contributing as a rookie in the NBA Finals. Sick. Good to see. So this the whole experience with CP leading them, even if he leaves, bro, let him go get his bag somewhere, that team's going to be nasty next year. Yeah, that team, yeah, this team is, like, I think the 
the the non storyline that no one's talking about is Mikel Bridges and Crowder, Crowder. control like playing defense against Paul George. Yep. Like yep. I think. Um, well, and that's where if I mean, because if we had if if Kawhi was playing, then you're gonna have to split those two guys up, and and you know their emphasis on has to be on both of those players. Yeah, that that completely changes the whole entirety of the game how it could look because now you can't have focus on that one dude. When Kawhi's back, changes everything. So Phoenix needs to wrap this up today because you know if you lose this, then you just know that Kawhi's coming back next game and it's going seven and it's a wrap. You know what I mean? No, I'd rather they just get this done tonight. Oh, honestly, I think they should get it done tonight. Um, like I, like Kawhi, I don't think he's going to come back. I think he's more worried about his like next contract right now. Like I think he watched. Toronto, like you, yeah. I don't know if you, I know, I don't know if you watched the game. Like he's sitting on his own press box and all those memes. And Mike Green, Mike Green was jokes, yo. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard going crazy, crazy after <laughs> like like Kawhi. If Kawhi uh, was going crazy, but... he would be with his team. Like I think yeah. someone yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah. Like. Why is he like? Why is he on the bench, like helping them, like coach them, like not coach them, but like cheer them on and stuff like that? I know he's not a raw, oh, raw guy, I, but I know just, uh, just, just a heads up. Like I, I'm not gonna disparage him because you know he benefited me. Yeah. But you're talking about probably the only superstar in the world that had a problem with playing with Popovich. Yes. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Right. Yeah. So leave it at that. Tell you something. Yeah, it does tell you something, right? Like, um, but I think there's some sources or like what I heard from Skip Bayless, um, the undisputed show that there's some sources that he has problems with LA Clippers. Yeah, uh, because medical, they're medical staff. staff right now. Yeah, yeah. so and he's gonna re- he's gonna leave. Yeah, hey, hey, if you don't keep Kawhi happy, he's he's the guy that you know. <laughs> Even when you win a title with him, he still yeah. Dips. So yeah, like if if like when that's the case, nothing is guaranteed with somebody like that. Like, yeah. wh- what else could we have possibly done to entice him to stay? Literally, we had 4 million people downtown Toronto celebrating him, telling him to come back. He was going to get free lap dances, free yeah. food, a free condo. And my guy said no. So if, if that didn't entice him, uh, you know, he, he's basically going to do exactly what he wants when he wants. Fact of life. Definitely. Like, but um, I'll give a shout out to Paul George. He's been playing well. Throughout like the five, four games, like I'm not like Legit. I'm not a Even fan Utah, of Paul bro. George, but yeah. like he's been I give him respect. He's been playing well as a number one option. Like a lot of people 100%. are saying that he's gained a, like points and rebounds and the assists. Like he's been being a playmaker, right, and doing what he he's can. Doing it all. He's he's going back to what he flashed us in Indiana, man. Oh yeah, what he flashed. Uh, he's us. becoming that guy. But he has come up short um, in a couple games when missing the free throws and oh. and you know. Um, and I always I loved it when Steve Ballmer had his face palm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, just, was great to see. It was great to see. You know, yet well, th- that stems from his Steve Ballmer coming to Toronto games. Although at Kawhi year we had, you know, trying to poach Kawhi and making their a free agency pitch during the season, right? So, Correct. Like uh, him and Lawrence Frank. So I have no sympathy for the Clippers when they lose, <laughs> and they already have no Same draft here. picks forever. So. Yeah, if Kawhi leaves, that franchise is in like, will be in shambles. Shambles, oh, right? Be amazing. Watch it burn. But yeah, like the Clippers. Oh, and one more thing, I had to bring up Patrick Beverly. Like, he's getting away with his defense and whatever, like his physical play. And I felt like he did headbutt Devin Booker. <laughs> like, even though it looked inverted, 
his head just like he played aggressive you know, defense. G- given uh, given his uh, track record and and just how we feel about him, um, you know, people like us are probably going to be like he did that on purpose. I agree with you. I saw it over and over again. Uh, but you know, it could have just been clean defense. He was just playing like nose to nose with him, man. It came through. Yeah, like yeah, like nose to nose, and boom, done. <laughs> like Devin Booker's nose is like broken, but broken. Yeah, like uh, hey, whatever. Like I can't say he did it on purpose. I can't say he did not, but it did look like like whatever one you want to call it. Um, but the Clippers, what they lack right now is actually a true point guard. I actually like it's. It's hard for me to watch them, like, not, like, how they play is, like, Paul George comes off screen, gets the ball at the top of the key. ISO. It's ISO. And it's not, yeah, like, no ball movement, and no, Terrence Mann has no, to do there's everything. There's no system that they're playing, man. Like, it's a joke. It's just, and then you got to try to run up. I don't know. It's, it's uh, yeah, they, they need a floor general. Um, and Kawhi did that in, in a weird way. Um, yeah. Mainly by, by being on the floor and spacing the floor better and having control of the ball a lot. But, you know, I, I was thinking Rondo was going to be that guy, but it didn't work out that way. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Rondo, and I give Tyler credit. He's playing the guy that he wants that can give him the best chance to win. He doesn't care about, like, right. reputations, and that's one thing I didn't think Tyler would do. I think he had a great coaching uh, season, like, coaching the playoffs this year. Like, we saw some of his adjustments uh, throughout. But I think without Kawhi, you see that how good, good of a player Kawhi is. Um, he would probably shift the series if he was playing right now. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this I, this is it would have been it's a kind of a shame we didn't get that series because that would have made it very interesting. I think this game would have been even more competitive. Yep. Um, it would have been Phoenix that would have been the viewed the underdog, even though they were the first seed. Yeah. I would have been similar to that first round, and because Kawhi is playing, and it changes the complexion of the game entirely. So, I still think we're done. So the next time we talk, we we can talk about. Uh, I mean, I talk about um, we can talk about who the finals when it's finally set. Although we probably know who it is. Yeah, uh, but we can do a finals preview on that one. We're gonna have to. Oh yeah. Uh, um, I wanted to shout out the uh, the Euros, the Euro yes, games. Euro, today. Euro, not the song, they, not the music scene. But no, the no, not not the Euro scene, not the music scene. <laughs> the one that's all over TSN right now. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand, you know, I I didn't uh, I I had my eyes on the <clears throat> overtime there, and uh, the the shootout, the extra time, I should say. Yes. And uh, the actual penalty kicks at the end of the game um, for Swiss and, and France. So from what I understand, both like for a day of two knockout games, that was top quality soccer entertainment. And there's a great uh, there's a great meme of a Swiss fan, like when Switzerland missed a goal. And then you see him after they win and his shirt's off and he's partying. It's, it's amazing to see the contrast. Um, and, and I can say that I can relate to that sort of fandom. So respect to those soccer fans. I'm glad they're having a good time over there in Switzerland right now. Definitely. Like, I, I think I saw that meme on Twitter. Like, that Yee. Switzerland fan. Like, I, I didn't watch any of the Euro like, Cup so far. Like, I know I'm missing yeah. out on some great soccer, like football and like getting into the game. And so I'll probably watch tomorrow. Um, yeah. I think there's what? Two games Germany, around England. England. Germany, England, like two, like, and then Sweden and Ukraine. So, um, yeah, I think that like, one will, will feel a little bit like a letdown after the Germany, England game. Yeah, I never know. Ukraine is strong, right? If you watch the NFL, Ukraine is strong. <laughs> That's the only <laughs> thing I'm, I'm going into, like, watching this through, like, this popular culture. Uh, but in Sweden, you know, the Vikings and stuff like that, right? Or maybe, <laughs> uh, no, no, stereotypes, but like, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm ready to watch like that. I know. I think soccer is one of the hardest games to play. Like they're not yeah. hardest games to play, but like it's everyone can play cardio it. Cardio wise, man. Like, cardio wise, everyone has access to it. So I feel like every, like if you're good at soccer, you're good. Like you're a good player over another person. Like there's a spirit. There's no like. Um, I wouldn't say that like the difference in training is not as different from like across the world. Everyone's doing the same things to get better, right? Correct. Other, other than like you know fitness training and such as that, like, um, so yeah, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I think I heard a lot of like people are watching this, going crazy over this France Switzerland game. Like, oh my god, well, yeah. like a lot of I mean, misses and about- stuff like that, posts and stuff like. Suck that I missed it, so I'm probably gonna watch the highlights right now. So, uh, and you know, like understanding, like like paying attention a little bit more attention. I, I see a lot of similarities to hockey in that um, you live and die with every play. Like like the the work that goes into creating a quality scoring opportunity, I can definitely appreciate being a hockey fan. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes there's games that go zero zero, and it's just it takes that one perfect setup and the one opening, and then if you can capitalize, you capitalize. But if you don't, you don't. You know what I mean? And so in that way, I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the with the uh, the games tomorrow and and the remaining games, and we'll probably um, before the finals are set, we'll probably touch base on it again as well. Yeah, definitely. Like I like piggyback uh, on it. Yeah, creating a goal from like I find scoring in soccer hard and like. That's why I probably don't. 100. Like, it's fun to watch, like, the little battles within the battles. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, the battles yeah. in the corner, you just, like, f- yep. like you fight for the ball, trying but it goes out of bounds. Space, trying to get the ball. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll fight for the corner, or, like, fight for, like, just, like, in. Trying like, to set eight- up a play. Like, that's cool in soccer. Like, you know, yeah. when they'll try to get the offensive zone and then try to create an opportunity where the ball gets taken out by the other side so they get a corner kick. Yeah. Now that is, like, they've set up a whole five, 10 minutes to get that one opportunity, right? So mm-hmm. that that's cool. That aspect of it I can appreciate. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that Switzerland guy is invokes or displays portrays of real fan of emotions. Like, I think it's e. a personified of a any exactly. fan the and highs and lows of uh, what you can feel within a game right like literally that's what, that's what it personifies <laughs> that's what all every sports fan feels um, absolutely but yeah though that's the euros watch it i think it's on for like a couple more weeks wait when does it end yeah it's gonna be soon uh june 12th, yeah, july 11th like and end. so you have right. probably a couple weeks left of it so ten, I days, say. 10 days or so enjoy yep. it so enjoy it it's, it's like good three hours and maybe even hit up a patio and watch it. Um, yes, exactly. Right. Um, so let's moving on. We're going to go on to our hometown uh, boys of summer, the Blue Jays, a Blue Jay update. Uh, I think Shai has a, uh, can give you an update on this one because he's been following him more often than I have. I just know Vladdy's been on a tear. and Been on in, a tear. And he's on a tear and he's in the MVP talks right now from what I hear on Fan yep. 590. And other, um, oh, definitely. I mean, world. the MVP talk is definitely between Vladi and Shohei. Shohei, Shohei. Yep. you know, the one, one thing I'd say is, you know, Vladi's having an incredible year. Um, Shohei is doing something I've never seen before. Yeah. I, I'm biased towards Vladi, but I have to acknowledge the fact that this shit, like, is, it doesn't make any sense, bro. This guy's in the home run lead, and his numbers as a starter are impressive just as much. The man throws 100, km, 100 miles an hour smoke and he comes out and he hits the ball 114 miles an hour. Like, that is insanity, man. Like, we only heard about Bieber, uh, Babe Ruth. We didn't get to see that stuff. We're getting to watch it now. 
Okay, and probably at a higher level. I, I don't know. So it's insane what he's doing right now, man. But, you know, if we do end up making the playoffs, and Vladdy's still hitting 340 at the end, he's on pace for 55 home runs and 140 RBIs. That is, I can't do that in a video game. So that is extremely, extremely impressive what he's on pace for right now. Let's see if he keeps up and where the team ends up. You're right. Like, I think, yeah, like these old numbers are insane right now in this era, right? I feel like it's harder to hit oh, and everyone's uh, like, you're, you're, you're like we, I, I grew up with guys that were superstars, meaning that they would hit over 300, get you 40 home runs, your 40 doubles, your 100 RBIs. That was normal. But the game has changed so much where your power hitters now hit 250 and the louder as great power hitters. No, no. I like when guys can hit for average and power. That's what a real good hitter does, right? So, um, Vladdy is, it's incredible what he's doing. The team we're up to third right now in the division, just by yeah, half 40 and 37. Yanks, but yeah, really not to be a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we didn't have 12 or 13 blown bullpen leads, even if we had half of those, even if we had 500 in those games, yeah. we are not back of the division. We are tied or in the lead for the division. So we really got to address that bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. We're right now third in division, 40 and 36, five games out of the last wild card spot. So, yeah, uh, yeah you said it. Yeah, it's going to be a, they got to catch up and tough break and win the divisional games like that. And, and so big month coming up. Big month coming up. Yep. Six against Tampa, seven, um, seven against Boston. 13 games against guys ahead of you that you have to catch. Each of those games feel like they're worth two games, right? If you can win within the division. So going to be a big month, and I'm looking forward to it, man. Exciting baseball again. Yeah. It's not at home, but that's okay. That's okay. And weren't you going to mention, like, you know, the, the stat that, you know, Vladdy and his daddy? <laughs> Vladdy and his dad. Like, that's just, yo, that's the beautiful thing about sport. You can't, like, there's no way to write that. Vladimir Guerrero Sr. and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., 25, 30 years apart, would end up reaching their 50th career home runs in the exact same number of games. Like, that's just, that's crazy. So uh, that's a cool cool coincidence, I'd say. But, you know, you, sometimes you encounter those in sports. You know what I mean? More so than anywhere else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nothing else to say about that. But, <laughs> um, like, yeah. Vladdy, I'm just going to watch this be, like, just all Just enjoy the show. Just enjoy man. it, right? Like, I think that's what yep. we learned out of the pandemic. And enjoy. Like, a lot of people are going to hate on him. Like, not hate. They're always going to be, like, haters. Like, he doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. But I'm just going to enjoy for what he is. Like, he's a dependable DH first base. He's working on his, he worked on his body. And, yeah, he's in the MVP race. Like, how many times have you seen Hurt? I know we had uh, Josh Donaldson, Batista. George. Because uh, Delgado was in, the, like, when he had the triple crown. Like, I know, like, people are in the running for it, so. Um, yeah, like, so we've had two pass winners. Uh, we should have had three. Um, Delgado got screwed over by Aroid. Yeah. That's a story for another time. So, you know, it's rare that you get somebody performing at this level. Beyond that, like, we're talking about takeaway Jay's franchise records. We're looking at one of the most impressive offensive seasons of all time. Uh, it's he, He's ridiculous right now, so. Just in, like, honestly, tune in. When he's, when he's up to bat, like, nothing else is on my TV. Like, it, it's Vladdy. I don't care yeah. what's going on. Could be the Stanley Cup Finals or the NBA Finals. I'll be watching Vladdy because yeah. it's must-see television mm-hmm. right now when he's hitting. Definitely. So, yeah, Blue Jays, stuff stretch coming up. Um, man, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, we do have a special treat for you coming up. Uh, we have a special candidate edition. Um, we'll be exploring the Mount Rushmore 
of Toronto sports. Um, so basically the four best athletes, I think Mount Rocher is four or five. Can't four. remember. It's four people that we think exemplifies Toronto sports and who's had brought success to Toronto sports. Uh, yeah. And we give our reasonings. We go through, we bring our uh, facts and debate like hats in um, and just put it out there. Like, and hopefully you guys like, think about it. If you're a sports fan and from Toronto and maybe yeah, you think of if, your own you know, four. If you disagree, then send on your info. And, you know, I mean, we can talk about it, of course. Just holler at me. I'm always down to talk sports. Yes. Also on that pod, uh, very relevant right now to talk about Team Canada basketball. Um, very, very exciting tournament going on right now. One team gets out, if, and that team qualifies for the Olympics. So um, very, very exciting time to be a basketball fan in Canada. The greatest time to be a basketball fan, period, in Canada, I think, for the national team, for sure. Um, so we'll definitely get into that as well. Yeah, definitely, because I think we've been waiting for the golden era of Canada basketball. We were snubbed in 2015, yeah, 2015, right? Um, was it 2015 or 2000? Uh, it's one of those Olympics um, where one of the Olympic qualifiers where we lost on a Kelly Olnick uh, phantom foul at the end of the oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. we didn't close out the game against uh, and uh, And that... Well, we'll get into it more, but yeah, yeah. I definitely remember that. It's a lot oh, of talk. Yeah. We can we can go on, on Canada Day when we go to yeah, the whole exactly, Canada exactly. the whole Canada basketball arc, uh, which we're gonna go give it to you. Um, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's our that's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it, um, and stay safe in this heat <laughs> in Toronto and oh, wherever yeah. you are. Wherever you guys are, heat waves all over the place. Uh, BC is like 48 degrees or whatever it is. Some crazy numbers my friends are telling me. So, yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining us, joining us, and uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next episode. All right. You, all right. Later, Chai. Have a great day. Peace. You as well, Gopal.